Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, I was joined by Tony from SPS Commerce. SPS is the world's leading retail network connecting trading partners around the globe to optimize supply chain operations for all retail partners. SPS put collaboration at the heart of everything they do. And so so I, of course, really enjoyed the show. We talked about the landscape of retail supply chain, the investments organizations should be making within their supply chains, and the importance of meeting consumers where they want to buy. With peak season coming up, this episode is a must-listen for anyone involved in retail. So if you missed it, you can go catch up over on letstalksupplychain.com, on our YouTube channel, or anywhere else that you subscribe to the show. It was episode 362. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. Ready to empower the people and improve the processes that grow your business? Esker's AI-driven solutions make it easy by delivering greater speed, strategy, and security across your entire enterprise. Visit Esker.com today and learn why Esker is used by finance, procurement, and customer service leaders around the world as their trusted global cloud platform. Esker transform the way you work. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Before we begin the show, here's a question for you to puzzle over. According to Statista, what was the availability of industrial and logistics real estate in the last quarter of 2022? Well, let me know your guesses over on social and keep listening because I'll let you know at the end of the show. So today I'm joined by an online marketplace that connects companies looking for parking and storage options to those with dedicated or excess capacity. I love the idea of logistics matchmaking, but who does this fantastic solution belong to? Well, I'll reveal it all after the question of the week. So the question we asked you, what are the essential traits that a leader should have while leading change? 52% of you said inspire the team. 37% of you said authenticity. 9% of you said build community. And this came out of 339 votes. Heather says, I voted for number one, but honestly, should be all of the above. Courtney says all of the above. Edward says proven track record. Christine says all of these as well. And Mark says true leadership is pretty rare. If you want people to follow you to somewhere new and potentially treacherous, you have to have the ability to make them all believe in you, that you will get them safely to a better place. Sania says empathy and communication. Douglas says fearlessness. Don't allow distractions and delays. Arun says change is always driven by a clear vision, effective communication, and a relentless pursuit of excellence. Well, thank you so much to everybody who weighed in on the question of the week. We ask a question every single Wednesday morning on the Let's Talk Supply Chain LinkedIn as well as Instagram. So go be part of that conversation. Now, back 
back to today's episode and which digital logistics marketplace is joining me today? Well, it's SecureSpace. Built to combat issues caused by the lack of adequate space in cities and near major highways and interstates, SecureSpace enables on-demand access to a rapidly growing network of industrial facilities and businesses searching for parking and storage solutions. And it's Bobby Strength, Senior Director of Secure Space Marketplace, that is joining me for the show today. Bobby has a passion for digitizing and streamlining the traditional supply chain. And as a leader at Secure Space, he is responsible for expanding the buyer and supplier communities on the marketplace across the continental U.S., a role I really like the sound of. So today, Bobby will be telling me all about Secure Space and what they do, the challenges of limited storage and parking space, bringing stakeholders together through collaboration and connectivity, making it safer for drivers, and becoming a part of the WiseTech global family. So welcome to the show, Bobby. Hey, Sarah, how you doing? Happy to be here. I am so excited to have you here. We just met in person, and mm-hmm. now we get to get together and talk about Secure Space because it's been likened to Airbnb, and I love that idea. As an industry, we can be guilty of being quite introspective, but there are some great ideas and inspirations that can be taken from other industries that can really work and make an impact in the supply chain industry. So I'm really looking forward to finding out more. Let's start by talking about the challenges in the industry because there's a real lack of adequate space in cities and near major Mm -hmm. highways and interstates, right? So talk us through the challenges and the impact that those challenges are really having on transportation and supply chain. Yeah, absolutely. So I would put this into two buckets. Number one, there's a lack of availability of industrial outdoor storage, mm-hmm. IOS in short, uh, near the major intermodal hubs. So think marine terminals and inland rail terminals. The second being the scarcity of overnight truck parking near those major highways and interstates. Uh, so to break down the industrial outdoor storage piece a little bit, um, again, in larger urban areas, development is mostly focused on lifestyle. And as you can imagine, near those major marine terminals, for me, that's often where I like to go on vacation. Uh, So you would like to see, and the city and municipalities would like to see, lifestyle, restaurants, um, uh, retail, and apartments versus yards that can store containers, trailers, and trucks. Right. Um, So that lack of supply equates to high prices for storage, um, you know, penal and prohibitive long-term triple net leases, and it's extremely inflexible for the motor carriers and shippers. Um, now, to talk about the overnight truck parking, it's really a crisis and an epidemic that we as a country are facing. Um, so, number one, on in terms of the actual commodity and the freight, um, having a truck parked on the side of the road, those with malintent have easy access to break in and steal that cargo. But besides that, let's focus on a driver level. Mm -hmm. Drivers are responsible for moving the nation's goods. Do we really want to let those drivers park on the side of the roads, off interchanges and on-ramps? It's not safe working conditions. And that lack of parking is translating into um, you know, inhibiting drivers to have a safe place to work and operate. 
Mm, and that's not what we want, right? Because like you said, yeah. they are the ones that drive industry, drive mm -hmm. economies. We want it to be safe for everybody. And especially when we think about women getting into trucking as well, mm -hmm. right? We want it to be safe for every single person that is interested and passionate about driving a truck. So I know your platform was built to directly combat these issues. So mm -hmm. introduce us to Secure Space. Who are you? You know, what do you do? How do you help your customers well absolutely secure space it's in the name we provide <laughs> secure space uh, so it's it. a market marketplace that connects buyers those in need of storage capacity with suppliers those who have excess and underutilized storage capacity uh, we were launched in 2018 really didn't come to market until 2019 mm. um, and the problem the underlying problem was just the lack of storage capacity for motor carriers most notably in los angeles okay um, and then over the past few years we've aggressively expanded uh, eastward and we now have locations from coast to coast as you can imagine, in 2021 and 2022, uh, the import influx of COVID mm -hmm. and the resulting congestion and disruptions at the port yeah. was very advantageous for our business, right? Mm -hmm. um, so motor carriers, shippers, 3PLs, anyone and everyone had a need for yard storage and yeah, supply yeah. was at historic lows. Right. Um, so that's when we really peaked, so to speak in terms of coming to market, onboarding um, thousands of new buyers to our platform and really revolutionizing how yard storage is procured. Um, now, along the way, we were acquired by Invase Technologies. Mm -hmm. um, and then most recently, we are happy to announce that uh, WiseTech Global um, acquired Invase and subsequently Secure Space. So we're happy to be a part of that family. Yes. And I do a lot of work with WiseTech and it's great to mm -hmm. see how much they're expanding, but they're they're expanding and partnering with those innovators in the space who have really mm -hmm. taken a look at the challenges that are out there and how they can provide a solution. So let's dive a little bit deeper into how your solution works. And let's start with a customer's perspective. How do they work with you? What do they get? What are the benefits? Yeah, absolutely. So buyers can book in three easy steps. Um, so it's searching by state, town, or city, okay. and you book directly through the marketplace. Um, so much like you would book on a um, short-term reservation site for mm -hmm. vacation rentals, uh, it's just as easy through Secure Space. You pay with your preferred payment method, and you are only debited when a booking is approved. Um, okay. So in, in terms of the buyers, like what benefits do we provide? Mm -hmm. um, and again, buyers are those who need storage capacity. Mm -hmm. It's access to a growing national network, almost a thousand locations across wow. the United States. Um, yeah. And with that comes, hey, you need a location that's fully CTPAT certified? We have it for you. Mm -hmm. Or... If, if more of a traditional motor carrier's facility uh, is more aligned with your operation, we have that as well. So you're able to find the right solution for your needs. Secondly is flexible arrangements and payments, right? Right now, the industry um, is more, or I'll say uh, demand is more subdued, Okay. right? And mm -hmm. lane volumes are down. 
when lane volumes are down, that translates into needing less storage. So traditionally, if a motor carrier to have a long-term triple net lease, yeah, they're not able to go to their landlord and say, I need a third of an acre less, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with our platform, you're able to adjust the number of book spaces as your lane volumes dictate. Huh. I love that. So you can be flexible, right? And you can mm-hmm. grow as your clients grow. You can shift space too, right? Because even if they decided to go with a third less, they might be looking for that third in a different uh, state potentially, right? Exactly. So secure space is one of the easiest tools as a motor carrier scales their business, um, especially if they want to limit the amount of resource needed to uh, you know, start up a new operation. So it's very common. And we have many reference cases where a motor carrier in Los Angeles wants to set up shop in Savannah. Savannah mm-hmm. is one of the hottest markets, as I'm sure you know, yeah. um, for import volumes. It's a growing gateway and will continue to be. Uh, but they can book on a daily or monthly basis. And I really want to um, you know, take a moment and talk about daily, right? Because as a motor carrier setting up shop in a particular market, their lane volumes may not be consistent, right? right. They're, uh, so to speak, a startup trying to gain traction, trying to find the correct client base. Mm -hmm. So having the opportunity to book for two days, three days, whatever it might be, you know, allows them to maintain a healthy bottom line Mm -hmm. and just, again, avoid loss um, and the, um, you know, uh, just loss on space that isn't needed or used. Well, it's also a competitive advantage, right? Like if you're thinking mm-hmm. about a small to medium-sized business, maybe they're a startup, like you said, in order for them to be able to compete, they need that kind of flexibility. They need to be mm-hmm. able to work with marketplaces like yours, partner with technology providers like yours to be able to give them that competitive advantage so that they can grow their business and they can uh, become you know, maybe one of those bigger providers as well. So you talked about case study. Why don't you bring it to life for me? What, give me a story, right? Of Mm -hmm. the impact or maybe ROI that a client uh, saw from working with you. Tell us the story. How did they get started working with you? Yeah, absolutely. So let's go back to 2018 when we first started to uh, you know, help our motor carrier clients in Los Angeles. And we're going to go with an importing example. So okay. the container arrives at the terminal, but the warehouse is not ready to accept delivery or, you know, what is common, the uh, the appointment gets canceled yeah. or delayed. Or like they miss it because, yeah. you know, of some, like something happens all the time. Absolutely. And you need to be prepared for those outlier circumstances that yeah. normally aren't outlier. Right, right, right. Uh, But let's say that the last free day is about to expire and detention demerge charges can run, where, $150, $300 a day. And stress Uh, goes through the roof, right? Everybody's blood pressure goes up. Blood pressure goes up, costs get higher. And at the end of the day, it's going to hurt us, right? The Mm -hmm. consumer. Mm -hmm. Um, So that container can be pre-pulled from the terminal to a nearby secure space off-dock storage facility at roughly 10% or less of the cost of demerge, right? Okay. So if you want to look at the ROI, Mm -hmm. if you're a motor carrier shipper, would you rather pay $300 a day for demerge 
or as little as $10 a day for just as safe of a off-dock yard Mm -hmm. that, again, your container is on wheels. It could be grounded, but let's go with the example on wheels. It's readily available. When that appointment does come, your driver doesn't have to wait in a queue. Mm -hmm. He or she can go right to the yard, uh, hook up, and take that container to its next destination. Yeah. Um, so if the motor carrier, you know, is in the circumstances where it needs to eat that cost, mm-hmm. it's extremely unfortunate. Or if you're a shipper, you know, your cost of total landed goods is significantly higher, especially when that container is accruing detention to merge yeah. and it gets lost in the system or lost in a pile, which is well, all all too frequent. Well, and I, you mentioned detention and demerge charges, but there's mm-hmm. also waiting time, right? If mm-hmm. you miss that appointment and maybe the appointment is a little bit later on in that day, it could be eight hours. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're that flexible, but it could cut down on waiting time as well. Exactly. Exactly. And with the platform, when a motor carrier or a driver needs to book storage, mm-hmm. uh, you know, speaking of waiting times, our, our our buyers can't wait hours or days mm-hmm. in order to obtain the space that's needed for that container, trailer, or truck. Right. Um, so all buyers know within 30 minutes of a booking request being submitted as to whether or not the capacity will be available to them. 30 um, minutes. That is 30 such minutes. a great turnaround time. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because mm-hmm. a lot of times when we're thinking about truck drivers... And we're thinking about what they do on a regular basis, including, you know, picking up containers and things like that. I think their number one issue is just dwell time, right? It's just waiting. They're waiting around to pick up a container. They're waiting around for an appointment. They're waiting around. They're in traffic. You know, they're waiting around. And I think if we can cut that down and truly make them the priority and be like, it's going to be accepted within or accepted or or whatever that looks like within 30 Mm -hmm. minutes, you're really prioritizing who needs it most. Well, especially when drivers do get paid on the number of turns performed per day, right? If we want to attract more drivers to this industry, Mm -hmm. we need to give them the tools and obviously the uh, safe, secure yards that Mm -hmm. they need to perform their business and their responsibilities. So by booking that off-dock yard space and by knowing whether or not storage is available within 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's instant approval, um, which means a booking request is accepted the minute it's requested. you know, it does maximize the number of turns drivers are able to perform per day. Um, you know, so at the driver level, they're able to be paid more. At the motor carrier level, they're better able to service their clients. Well, and think about how you're empowering business decisions. So mm-hmm. let's say, you know, not only from the driver's perspective, but maybe the company they work with, they could be a small outfit as well. You're empowering business decisions. And when a business is driven by appointments, which this particular business is very much driven by appointments, if you miss an appointment or what that looks like, and maybe you can't get another appointment till the next day, but maybe you already have your appointments filled for that day. And so you mm-hmm. need to leave it somewhere so that you can make the appointment on the third day. That allows for flexibility and better business decisions when we think about 
you know, organizations, companies, truck drivers, single truck drivers looking to work in this business. So I really like that. Thank you so much for, you know, sharing those examples. And, you know, it brings collaboration and connectivity together, which as we all know, supply chain really needs, I always say collaboration is the future of business. So um, talk to us about the impact that the solution is having more broadly. I know you and I have just gone back and forth on quite a few of those, but I'm sure that there's Mm -hmm. more, right? Because you're not only helping drive business decisions, but you're creating efficiency, which is what everybody needs to drive not only the industry forward, but also business forward. So do you have any other examples? Yeah, absolutely. Efficiency is one of my favorite words. Um, (laughs) So again, it it does provide that uh, flexibility in the supply chain to help overcome disruptions. We mentioned that. um, And again, I I think that um, while we don't have a quantitative metric on the efficiency that was derived from, um, you know, thousands of motor carriers and shippers leveraging the platform during COVID, Mm -hmm. um, I can only imagine that standing. So moving to like a new point, uh, we're able to maximize existing storage infrastructure. Mm. Uh, so that equates and translates into higher revenue for infrastructure owners and operators. So think, uh, you know, the operators being our suppliers, the warehousers, uh, the motor carriers, and the container depots. You don't need to build a new facility mm. to create additional capacity for truck, trailer, and container parking leverage what's existing, right? Uh, If we as a society want to reduce our carbon footprint, um, and given that real estate is finite, wouldn't you rather use what already exists instead Mm -hmm. of building new? Um, And then, you know, what we all, uh, to the third point, what we have touched upon and what we can expound upon more is it allows trucking companies to scale more easily. Mm -hmm. We've had countless examples of motor carriers, uh, most notably in Los Angeles, that want to penetrate the Savannah market or the Newark market, as these are growing gateways, especially as there was much uncertainty on the West Coast and shippers did, uh, you know, diversify their gateway strategy and, um, you know, send more freight to the U.S. East Coast. Well, if their client, you know, says, uh, you know, hey, Bobby's Trucking or Sarah's Trucking, we want you to service us in Savannah, what are you going to say, right? Right. You're going to say, yes, those opportunities are few and far between. Mm -hmm. Um, And the tool allows them to do it more easily. Mm -hmm. Again, whether you need that short-term storage for that few boxes, um, you know, within a week, you have it at the tip of your fingertips. Or if you want to avoid a longer term triple net lease that is more penal, you can book 10, 15, 50 spaces through the platform and operate your business in a more right. cost effective and flexible manner. Yeah, those those leases can be really, really hard as everybody kind of um, saw during the pandemic. Yeah. And I think a big part of boosting the industry is also tackling the driver shortage. And I'm hearing mm. more and more about the importance of putting a focus on exceptional driver experience, because I think in doing that, 
that positive impact will trickle down to all straight stakeholders involved, right? So how does your platform create a better, safer, more efficient working environment for drivers? And we've touched on this a little bit already, right? Because <laughs> we want to make it safer. And that's part of what you do. So talk to us about that. So about six months ago, a large top 50 European uh, freight forwarder came to us and said, the United States lacks safe parking facilities. The United States is extremely antiquated in the resources it provides truckers. And it went on to give a presentation showing examples of what European truck facilities look like. I don't say this often, but it was the Rolls Royce of container facilities, mm. right? Uh, it, it's very much akin to a fortress. And when you zoom out and look at what we provide our drivers, again, it, it, it's sad, right? We're all very well equipped to do our jobs and perform our functions in a safe manner, but drivers lack that traditionally. So it's time to change the narrative and it's finally getting the time within our um, state and federal governments mm -hmm. as to, you know, how can we solve this problem, right? So we believe that the answer is really rooted in visibility on available truck trailer and container storage, that availability of industrial outdoor real estate versus an actual shortage of spaces. If you drive along the highway in major interstates, there's warehouses and, um, you know, heavily, I want to say like fortified container and safe industrial outdoor storage facilities, you know, at every stop along the way. So how can we provide drivers access to those spaces? Well, with the use of a on-demand marketplace, an on-demand tool that drivers can book real time and again, know within 30 minutes, yeah. or in some cases, right away, we're giving drivers the tool they need mm -hmm. to perform their job in a safe manner. Mm -hmm. um, so going back, bringing the conversation full circle, that European company that's entering the market, they're building around 10 of these next generation uh, facilities throughout the United States East Coast. And again, I am blown away when I see them, but it's a full concrete parking surface. Mm. They have automated gate systems, 24 hours uh, staff security. They have driver lounges that wow. offer, um, you know, laundry, food and beverage, showers, mm -hmm. a lounge area. Um, and, and I think that's really taking it to the next level, right? Mm. That's revolutionizing how we view container, trailer, and truck storage. And mm -hmm. I think that is, you know, conduit into funneling more drivers and making this profession, um, you know, far more attractive to the next generation. Yeah. And making them feel good, making them feel yeah. good about themselves and the yeah. industry that they're in and what they're doing, because most of them do enjoy mm -hmm. it. They're passionate about it. It's a lifestyle for them. And I love that. Now, one exactly. of the things that we haven't touched on yet that I really want to talk about is um, your partners, 
right? Because mm, one, one of mm-hmm. the side of the platforms is the partners. So what does that yeah. partnership relationship look like? What are the benefits to those organizations? And what are those organizations that are signing up yep. for your platform? So here at Secure Space, we like the number three, right? Three easy steps for buyers to get started. And it's three easy steps for suppliers, those okay. who have storage space to get started. Um, listing on Secure Space is free, right? Free to list free to create a location profile. Getting a location profile takes all but five minutes. Um, Add a simple description, a few photos, uh, develop pricing, and make it go live on our map. Okay. You'll also, once it's live, uh, be able to approve bookings how you you would like. So there's two ways. Number one, manually. Mm -hmm. And the second would be that instant approval option Uh, I told you about, which is extremely attractive to buyers, right? I mean, what's better than you need a storage, uh, you know, storage spot for a container or trailer or a driver's looking for a space to park right now, Mm -hmm. they click book space and have a booking number and can enter the facility seconds later. Right. Um, So those are the two different channels to actually approve a booking. And then finally, we're collecting and processing payment. Um, The the bandwidth intensive need to you know manually create an invoice and then follow up for payment collection that's all automated directly through the systems hmm. um, so in terms of what's the top three value propositions um, number one the most cost effective strategy to diversify revenue streams through monetizing that underutilized storage capacity hmm. you're able to monetize it by extending your sales reach um, to our buyer base of over 6,000 motor yeah, carriers, 3PLs, shippers, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then finally, we do offer a breadth of tools um, to manage storage. So that includes um, you know, inventory tracking, booking management, customer service, uh, to name a few. That's awesome because I was going to say from a sales perspective, right? You're really able to grow your sales team just by being on this platform. Now, Mm -hmm. when we talk about customers for you, we talk about partners for you. Talk to me about who is an ideal client on either side. Like, what do I need to look like? Like, if I'm a partner, am I a warehouse or am I a secure container yard? I'm guessing I'm both, but I'm not entirely sure. So walk we yeah. walk me through what both of those look like. So let's start with the suppliers. Um, our suppliers tend to look like warehousers, distribution centers that uh, have a abundance of available capacity and their core competency isn't stored. So they need a management tool. It could be the container depots where you know, they they do uh, a lot of storage um, and they want to diversify their distribution channel and extend their sales reach. Or it's the motor carriers. Some motor carriers do have their own facilities and they aren't at 100 percent capacity at all times. Right. So what better way to earn extra revenue, especially during a downturn and um, easing of spot rates than add a new uh, you know, revenue stream. On the buy side, um, it could be motor carriers, owner operators, 3PLs who are performing project-based work on behalf of their shipper and storage is a requirement of that project, or 
we'll work with the shipper directly themselves. You know, I just thought about something. I thought about like oversized when you go down the highway and you see those o- those trucks with oversized, you know, mm-hmm. product on there because you just said project, right? Yeah. Think about, you know, if they've got to go long haul and I'm not sure how how far they can go with that or anything like that, but if they have to go mm-hmm. long haul and they do need to stop for whatever mm-hmm. reason, maybe there's maintenance that needs to be done, maybe they need to stop in a location because their driver hours are Done. I mean, think about the ways that, you know, lots of different people can use this. Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, while we are predominantly used for that drayage, that intermodal segment, Mm -hmm. uh, we do have a, you know, a vast fire base of over the road carriers. Hmm. Um, There are circumstances where we'll have over the road carriers book not only a truck space, but two extra spaces for, um, right. uh, what would you want to call them? Uh, like security, well, like security vehicles, oh, no, security the vehicles. security okay. vehicles, um, yeah. oversized as well. But, uh, you know, that, that is an emerging market for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the use case you described is certainly applicable. Awesome. So I think you also offer gate management, which is a solution mm-hmm. I think we've all seen sort of grow rapidly yeah. in importance since the pandemic and the huge, you know, port delays that we saw worldwide. Talk us through that and how it complements what you're doing at Secure Space. Absolutely. So one product that we do offer our suppliers is our gate management system. Um So our gate management system allows the supplier to, number one, validate the driver who is coming into their facility um, and also have real-time tracking as to what do buyers have in the yard. And not only does it provide that real-time visibility to the supplier, but it's also available to the buyer. So again, it mitigates the number of reports being sent throughout the day, Mm -hmm. um, and it's far more streamlined. It is also the only inventory reporting system that can accurately capture. So it will track and charge for booking overuse and overstays. Because let's face it, right? If a buyer does have a daily booking and they need an extra few days, the system will capture that. Or if you have a monthly booking, you know, your client asks you, hey, I have another two hot containers. Um, you don't have time to submit a booking request, but you have an active booking, right? You'll have the flexibility of actually bringing it in the yard and the supplier has the ease of knowing, Hey, I could allow these two extra units, whatever it might be into the yard without having to worry about whether payment will be collected. Hmm. You make it so easy. So simple. I I like keeping things (laughs) simple. So I really, really like that. Now you mentioned at the top of the show that you were recently acquired by WiseTech. So congratulations. Mm. I had Richard on the show recently and he has a fantastic vision. He wants WiseTech to be the operating system for global logistics. And he seems to be making that happen. What does it mean to you to become for secure space to become part of the WiseTech family? So while WiseTech Global is quickly becoming, and in most parts, is the uh, operating system for global logistics, we are the operating system for procuring truck, trailer, and container parking. So I think we're very much synonymous Mm -hmm. in uh, what we're trying to achieve. 
Uh, second, WiseTech has an extremely rich culture, uh, mm-hmm. the mantras and the credo, um, which we leverage and instill into our team. Um, plus the technology development best practices um, and having the resources to be able yeah. to expand and grow the platform, not only geographically, but think about those other accessorial services that our buyers need to procure. And in most cases, our suppliers offer. So uh, how can we build more of a robust marketplace servicing the transportation and supply yeah. chain sector as a whole? Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, just widen the scope a little more uh, outside from just rage and intermodal. Yeah. And it's good for everybody, mm-hmm. right? Global Absolutely. domination is where everybody <laughs> is headed in the wise tech family. All right. Um, so finally, then, what does the future hold for secure space? What do you have coming up? Well, uh, we have a lot coming up and we're super excited about it. First and foremost, mm-hmm. we have a brand new enhanced user interface. Uh, just around the corner. So log on to Secure Space and it's going to look really, really sharp. Uh, Shout out to our awesome team of developers. Um, What is it going to do? What value will that enhanced UI provide to our users? Well, for buyers, they're going to be able to review the location profiles at a more granular level, right? So when you are choosing a facility which you may operate your company out of, don't you want to know what the SOPs are, you know, mm-hmm. have um, have a better idea in terms of the actual security on site and protocols? Right. So I think that uh, buyers will be able to book um, with 100 percent confidence and ease of mind that the facility they're choosing uh, is aligned with their operational and safety standards. And for suppliers, there's going to be augmented reporting um, and those location profiles will be far more robust. There'll be more room for them to truly define their competitive advantage. Yeah. Yeah. And let people know who they are and what they do and why you should take over their space. Well, in the past few years, the trucking industry has faced a unique set of challenges. The pandemic Mm -hmm. and accompanying economic disruption resulted in driver shortages and port delays, all complicated by increased regulations and the enforcement of things like electronic logging devices. With productivity down and safety, security, and costs rising to the top of many organizations' priority lists, Secure Space is making things simple with quick and easy access to secure storage and parking spaces that your company can rely on. If you want to find out more, you can check them out at secure.space. So that's S-E-C-U-R dot space. And did you have a guess at today's big question? Well, at the top of the show, I asked you, according to Statista, what was the availability of industrial and logistics real estate in the last quarter of 2022? Well, it was a tiny 4.4% down from 7.4% at the beginning of the observation period in 2016. The share of ready-to-occupy logistics space in the United States has decreased substantially. So thank goodness for organizations like Secure Space. Bobby, thank you so much for joining me today. And thanks so much for the team at Secure Space for making this episode happen. Awesome, Sarah. Thank you so much. I had a ball. 
Um, I really appreciate what you do for the industry. And like your uh, like the sign in the background says, collaboration is the future of business. And it's really what will continue to drive uh, supply chain and transportation forward. So uh, it's been my honor. Awesome. Thank you, Bobby. Did you know that the average cost of losing an hourly supply chain worker has reached $19,607? And that recent research shows that 77% of hourly supply chain workers are considering a job change in the next three months. This could have a huge impact on your productivity, bottom line, and culture. Workstep is helping supply chain companies to better engage their distributed hourly workforce at scale. Understand the true reasons behind their workforce turnover and take actions to make positive changes and reduce attrition. Workstep has successfully helped many companies reduce their frontline worker turnover by up to 36%. Visit workstep.com to learn more. If you would like to hear more from us, we have plenty more content for you featuring the best and the brightest in the industry. Head over to letstalksupplychain.com to check out the latest. Now, if you have a supply chain challenge, we have most likely had the solution on our show. So make sure to look at the filters, use the filters on our website, check out the search bar, and you can find the content that most relates to what you are looking for. And remember to come back next week when I'm going to be joined for the second time by Lisa Morales Hellebo for our Woman in Supply Chain series. I interviewed Lisa for the first time two years ago, and I cannot wait to catch up and hear all about what she's been up to since we last spoke. Lisa is a founder, entrepreneur, award winner, and so much more. So I think it's safe to say that she'll have a lot to share with us. So make sure that you don't miss it. And I'll see you then. If you enjoy the show, there's a few ways to support us. You can follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. We're also over on TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Let's Talk Supply Chain. And make sure to subscribe to our newsletter. We are always giving away insights and giveaways and so much more that you're not going to want to miss out on. So head over to the website and sign up for that. You can also find some really cool merch at our shop on letstalksupplychain.com. That's right. You know, holiday season's coming up. Your favorite supply chainer. We've got some good stuff over on the shop. When you're looking for cutting edge resources on innovation and trends across supply chain, where do you go? What about when you're on a mission to find like-minded professionals and cultivate relationships that go beyond emoji reactions? And what about when you're trying to generate leads, build campaigns, and get ahead of the game in the unique world of supply chain marketing? Supply Chain has been missing a single collaborative hub that brings people and ideas together in an environment that is safe yet stimulating for everyone until now. So welcome to the Secret Society of Supply Chain. Head over to the Let's Talk Supply Chain website and join your group now. We have the Supply Chainers, which is exclusive content and a private networking community. We've got monthly meetups for women in supply chain, as well as monthly meetups for marketing professionals in supply chain. So we are creating community for everybody in the industry and head over there, sign up to your group and we you aren't going to want to miss that. We are bringing the community together. And remember, if you would like to be featured on an upcoming episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.